From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to announce my new book, Energy in Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate a Life of Peace and Freedom. Inside, you're going to find 13 spiritual laws and 52 high vibrational spiritual practices, all to help you manifest a life of peace, abundance, and true freedom. Head on over to SherryAnnaBoyle.com and grab your copy today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherryanna Boyle. I'm your host of the show. I'm also the author of many books. My most recent book is called Energy in Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate a Life of Peace and Freedom. If you're new to the show, I want to welcome you to the show. So, a show about spirituality and mental health. It's about a lot of things, but we make sure that we include spirit, right? The spiritual aspects of ourselves. And I want to remind you that this show is supported by the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. You can find the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace at sherryannaboyle.com. You just click on marketplace and it's there. You're going to see some of my fellow guests, their books that they have promoted on the show. So you can get them there. You're going to see some services. You're going to see some discount coupons and everybody that is in that market is supporting the continuance of this show. So thank you very much. And I ask everyone to take a moment and check out the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. So great show lined up, super excited. Going to be zooming in with somebody from a different country in just just a moment. But I thought I would kick off the show a little bit different today. I wanted to talk about a tip for you. And it's a tip almost minimizes it because it's so damn amazing. It is life-changing, I think. And anything that is powerful or profound that I come up with, it's is from spirit. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't come up with this. Spirit comes up with this. What I do is take myself and other people through emotional cleanses, right? So no emotional, the process of processing your emotions, which is featured in all of many of my books, high vibrational ones are in this energy in action book that I have here, by the way, also on YouTube now. So you can go to YouTube. So when I say certain things, you I'm referencing, I'm pointing in certain directions, you can watch on YouTube. So what I do is I go through the same tools that I give you in my books. And I've been really doing the energy in action practices lately, raise my vibration, tap into spirit and ask questions. A lot of clients call me and they ask me, well, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? I'm like, well, let me just ask spirit. That's actually how the name of the show came on because I say it multiple times a day. And it's like, oh, 
I think I'm going to be, I think that's going to be my show title. Anyway, a client recently asked me, well, they didn't really ask me. They told me that they were going through a lot of self-doubt and it was framed this way. You know, everybody tells me I'm good at this and I'm so good at this and I have so much potential in this and so much talent in this, but here's my problem. I don't believe them. And I feel like it doesn't really matter who it is. It could be like a famous person who is doing what I want to do. And they could say, hey, you're, you're great. You're good. You're talented. And my concern is, is my client, I don't know if I'm ever going to believe anybody. I just feel like I have a block in that. And I think so much, many of us can relate to that. Can you relate to that where maybe somebody said something really positive to you? You know, you're really smart. You know, you're really gifted. You know, you, you're really good at the way you handle people or tasks. And I suppose sometimes we all go through that period of, are they just like blowing smoke up my, you know, what are they telling the truth? Are they just trying to make me feel better? Um, we kind of second guess that thing. I think sometimes when you hear it enough times from different sources, sometimes eventually it starts to click like, oh yeah, like I actually am pretty strong at this. And I've certainly been there myself many, many, many times in my life where people have said, you know, you're really good at sort of off the cuff. I get that a lot. You're good off the cuff. And in the beginning, I was like, eh, okay, that's very nice of you. You're so sweet. You're so kind. Thank you. I would make it more about them. Like, oh, you're so nice to say that to me. I love you. Da, da, da. Right. And it took a while to really sort of take that in. I think sometimes it takes repetition. With that said, with that said, here's what spirit had to say about that. So again, did my whole Shabil emotional processing thing with this person. And I asked spirit and spirit described it. And a lot of times I get piecemeal from spirit and I have to put the the pieces together. I think that's a big part of channeling, quite frankly, is you get a little bit here and you get a little bit there and you have to know, okay, you have to kind of feel it out. At least that's how I do it. I feel it out and kind of put those puzzle pieces together of the way that spirit is explaining this to me, because this isn't like a dialogue like you and I. So spirit said, sometimes what can happen, I'm just going to say it the way I would say it, the way, not the way it came in, is that we have these two sides of ourselves, right? We have the side of ourselves that says, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I believe myself in myself. And then we have another side of ourselves you know, it's kind of like that inner critic, the inner bully that says, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not going to do it this time. You're, you're, you're not good enough. You haven't, you don't have enough experience. People aren't going to believe you and whatever it is. So you have the inner critic, which I can also call the inner bully. And then you have your, yeah, yeah, I can do it myself. So, you know, spirit described it as it's kind of like you're on different teams, Right. So your inner critic is like the opposing team. And all of a sudden, what happens 
is you start to compete with yourself, meaning I got to prove you wrong, inner critic, you know, this and that, and or or you get defeated by that opponent. Your inner critic becomes your opponent. And so spirit said, think of it like a spiritual team, right? When you join yourself, when you're no longer two different people, right? Oh, here's the part of me that's confident. Here's the part of me that has that inner critic. When those two come together, you are on the same team. It's called wholeness. And that's what you get from emotional processing. You become whole. And think about what happens, my friends, when you're on the same team. When someone goes to try something on the same team, do you say, yeah, you're not good enough. You're not ready. Do you say that? You're not going to do it this time. You can't do that. Who do you think you are? No, 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 no. You wouldn't say that to a team member. You would say, you got this. Go for it. You can do this. Come on. You would cheer the team member on. And so here is the tip. And I'm telling you, it works so damn well when the inner critic comes in. And again, this is some from spirit. So thank you, spirit, for channeling and bringing it to all of us. Here's what I want you to say. Two words. Same team. Same team. To say to that inner critic, hey, we're on the same team here. And that's going to redirect you to start, start supporting and encouraging yourself, praising yourself. You are on the same team. I hope that helps you in some way. My guest is here. So hang in there. We're, we're in for a treat. This is going to be a great show. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from emotional detox now, the four gifts of anxiety, to mantras made easy, and the conscious parenting guide to childhood anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. 
Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SharianaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Bernadette Logue, welcome to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. Tell everybody where you are right now. Where is your um, location? I, <laughs> I am uh, in southern Spain and Andalusia. Uh, near Marbella and Malaga City. And I am, as my accent probably gives away, a New Zealander. So I am directly opposite New Zealand through the planet in Spain. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. So fun. I love I love the way that we can connect to people all over the world. And I love the way the listeners can hear from people all over the world. Let me... Yeah. I have your uh, website up and I want to share a little bit about you with everybody. So um, everyone, Bernadette Logue, we can call her B, by the way, goes by B, is a spiritual life coach. She's the author. Her book is called Your Your Soul Journey Simplified. Her book is available at our website, which is BernadetteLogue.com, which is L-O-G-U-E.com. She has been working with clients for over a decade. I think what really interests me about your journey is you you talk about in your bio that you had sort of a epic, use the word epic, mm-hmm. uh, life-changing moment and decided to, uh, it was like a spiritual awakening is what you, is what mm-hmm. you say. You, you, cl- you say that it was mind-blowing, whirlwind magic carpet ride. Um, and you left everything behind to, to travel and to dive deeply into soul spirituality and, and personal transformation. So sounds very exciting. Sounds like, uh, what happened? Mm, <laughs> how, how did, tell us. Yeah. Great question. So I was in my early 30s. I was living in New Zealand. I had a corporate career. I was in human resources and recruitment consultancy. So I was um, living a a mainstream life. I was not spiritual by any stretch, but I had a very big void inside. So I had had anxiety since I was about four years old. I was very highly strung. I was very type A personality. And I had done all the things that you do in life to do what everyone tells you to do. (laughs) And I had done it at 100 miles an hour to get the career and get the education and get married and get the house and do all the things. And I was wondering why I was not fulfilled. And I was deciding that, well, I must just have to have babies because that's the next thing. And at the very moment where I was like, you know, melancholy and sad and not why am I not fulfilled with my job and why am I not fulfilled in my life? I'm obviously very selfish because I've got a great life doing a Catholic guilt trip on myself and decided I was going to have children. 
but I didn't really know if I wanted children, to be honest. And Providence stepped in. And at the time that I was in that state, I got a lot of random signs and synchronicities that pointed me to me going to a spirit channeler, a person who channeled a particular spirit. And this and is before you had, before this is. This is before thing. anything okay. happened. So this is okay. just from a melancholy. What am I getting, What am I doing with my life? Why am I not fulfilled? Okay, Completely gotcha. disconnected, not a spiritually connected person at all. Went to this session with this person and um, it just popped. It was like popping the lid off Pandora's box. And it was the beginning of a series of signs and synchronicities like literally life was putting the same themes and patterns and synchronicities in my path relentlessly from that moment forward which called me into spirituality and energy healing randomly which I had no interest in but life set it up such that I ended up doing it because someone in my family wasn't well and I couldn't find answers for them. So I ended up going into energy healing. Long story short, life basically pushed me off my path and pushed me into spirituality. And I became absolutely obsessed and I changed everything. I quit my job. I wrote I wrote my first two books about signs and synchronicities. Mm. I left my career and I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for gold on this (laughs) because I feel like life is calling me into my purpose. So that's the first, that was my, what I call the magic carpet ride, uh, unicorns and rainbow spiritual awakening. And I've had others since then that were dark night of the soul spiritual awakenings to different levels. So (laughs) just to put it in context, it hasn't all been dancing through the fields of roses on that journey. Wow. Interesting. So did you end up having the children? No, I have no children. I am a hundred percent clear about that whole thing for my soul and what I'm up for here and where I've been before this lifetime. And I have had multiple gigantic dopamine fur babies who were my babies. So I always laugh to my parents. I'm the last one that hasn't had children and they'll be holding out hope for a long time because I will only be mother to fur babies. <laughs> and I totally get that a hundred percent clear that you that that's not the path for you. It's interesting how that's what got you on the path that you started thinking, okay, well then I guess I'm supposed to have babies, right? Mm-hmm. That will yeah. That will a lot of a lot of people think that, right? That'll make me happy or that'll get me in the place that I want to be. And um, but you were you were guided, it sounds like, to go seek spiritual guidance on this before you even attempted to do that, right? For sure. And it was probably like a, a three to four month window where it was very intense. Like, you know, sometimes you feel like you're living in a vortex, like life is, there's so many things happening that are, that you're not controlling that seem to all be flowing in a slipstream. It was like that. And the thing about having children just literally disappeared. I was like, I, I don't need, I'm not even thinking about that. Yeah, it's um, kind of like, I love children. I love, <laughs> but I, my, my sisters and sister-in-laws have had so many children that I get to be a, a happy auntie. <laughs> I totally get that. I mean, I I remember wanting children, especially my third child, very much. And the the reason I knew that I really was drawn to it is I would look at women who were pregnant and I would be like, oh, 
look at her. She's pregnant. Now I look at a pregnant woman and I run. Yeah, you like, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I am not, I am so done with that in my life. So I understand that sense of clarity. And I'm glad that I have that feeling because I'm so, well, first of all, I'm too old to them. I know, I guess you could have children at any age if you really want to, but I feel like that has passed for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, but that gaining that sense of clarity when you're really a hundred percent on something, this is what I know, not for me. This is for me. Yeah. I think that's very freeing. Yeah, it is. And I always check in with myself. I don't like live under some delusion that I, I like, I just don't like children or it's not like, it's not for me as a one decision. Like every few years I'm like, um, yeah, is that, was that the right decision for me? Is it still the right decision? You know, I'm, I'm at an age now where I probably wouldn't have children or may not be able to have them, but I still think about anyone who wants to have a child, even if you can't biologically have them, you can still play a mothering role. There's plenty of beautiful souls in the world that need mothers. But for me, it's just checking back in uh, and staying conscious on the path. So it's mm. not something that you just have to choose once and then, you know. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. What What do you say to people? So you were in the corporate world. I meet a lot of people who are either in the corporate world or just in a business that requires a lot of hours, maybe they're feeling overextended, makes them the money they need to pay their bills, but not really feeling aligned completely mm-hmm. or like the, that that they're following their true path. And you had this wanting children that helped you get on the path. But what do you what have you discovered in working with clients? in terms of how do they know? How do they know when it's time perhaps to seek spiritual guidance or how do they know when it's time to start to move in a new direction? What have you learned over the years with people? I have learned that they already have the answer. They know, like, don't even tell me you don't know. Like, what are you even doing listening to this amazing podcast? Like, (laughs) Don't even tell me you don't know. You know, um, And stepping back, what was interesting when you're talking about, you know, corporate people and maybe not fulfilled and you're doing it for the money and what direction do I go in and when's it time? Um, It wasn't really actually children that got me on this path because do you know what? Actually, honestly, I remember thinking, well, if I have children, then I won't have to go to this job. Oh, I can stay home and then I won't have to deal with going to corporate work every day that I don't want to do. And putting this in context... Putting it in context, I had the most amazing boss who let me do whatever I wanted. I earned really, really good money, like great money, like money where you like, I can never leave this job because I'll never make this doing something else kind of thought. And amazing colleagues that were like my besties, we had the best time and I could do it with my eyes closed. And it was a great, great job. It was difficult to leave that. So is it fair to say that that, the idea of having children for you was a little bit of an out. Yeah. For you. I saw it as an escape. Like in my mind, I had this dream that I'm going to run away and live in the countryside and I'm not going to have to do anything to do with this nine to five thing, which is I'm an eight life path numerologically. So we have a little bit of, I want to be in the middle of it or I want to run away and be a hermit. There's like a tug of war kind of thing goes on. But, you know, the thing about that job 
and anyone who's listening who's in a corporate career and maybe it's great in so many ways, but it's there's something just not quite right. It is 5,000% setting you up for whatever's coming next because I can see now, having left that 11 years ago, that every job I had from the moment I left university set me up to do this work now. And I had no idea that all the different skills accumulated over the whatever it was, 14 years leading up to me doing this work would actually be essential for me to now do this. So wherever you are, it's most likely a bridge, a foundation, a wall on the house, (laughs) the chimney. It's something that will end up aiding you in some way. Maybe not technical skills, maybe soft skills, maybe the networks that you've made, the lessons you've learned, whatever it might be, the confidence building. I couldn't agree with you more. And I don't think any of my guests have really highlighted it that in the way that you have, Bernadette. And I think we can all kind of look back and say, wow, I did, I did need to go through those skills. You know, I, I used to be a school psychologist for years. My listeners know that I talk about that. One of the skill sets for school psychology is writing reports mm-hmm. and a lot of them. And you have high caseloads and you have to get the reports in because it's the law. If you don't get the report in, you don't follow the law. So there's pressure. How that comes in handy, fast forward as as a writer, I can meet a deadline like nobody's business. Yeah, you're a prolific writer. I can, can, my husband always says when it comes to writing, she's like a pit bull. Just give her a deadline, she's on it, right? But I would never be able to do that had I not had that job. And I remember thinking, I this is the part of the job I don't like. I like being with the kids. I like being with people. I love the counseling and all of that. I don't like the report writing, but it was the report writing that was preparing me. Of course, the, the other things, the, the counseling and the team leaders and all that stuff. So I, I agree with you so much that, and I hope listeners are taking this in that even if you feel like you're not in the right place right now, or you don't like an aspect of your job, it could very well be prepa- what exactly what you yeah. need for the next thing. You're cooking. You're, you're, you're cooking. marinating and cooking for like the next course. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, like, it's not about, you know, like, it's not about, oh, I hate my job and I need to find something else to do. Like what I had was amazing. And yet there was a very clear void. And my thing was this, I am not accepting living the rest of my life with that. That was just that was just not acceptable to me to, to feel like something's missing and I'm going to, I had tried to shop that out of me with clothes. I had tried to drink the gin and tonics on Sunday afternoons and the wine on Friday nights at the office and done the sing star with my workmates drinking on a Friday night to try to just I just ignore that feeling, you know, enjoy the all the other things. And I could not, I just for me, I just can't ignore the truth. Like there's just it's not palatable for me. And I did for long enough and then I knew something had to give. And um it is really courageous to make, like, I did a very drastic leap, right? So I just kind of like, I, I was completely ignorant. Like, I just was ignorance is bliss. I'm just going to leap out and I'll figure it out. And it was really hard, to be honest. It was really hard to to make that big leap. But you don't actually have to so do you that. So <laughs> you, you pulled your own rug. Like, a lot of people get oh, worried yeah. about 
the rug being pulled out, maybe they get fired or they get laid off or whatever, but you actually pulled your own rug. <laughs> I pulled my own rug. I did one, I did like a semi-pull. I, I changed within the company to step back and okay. to take more of a leadership role and less of a hands-on role. And then I went part-time and then I ditched it completely and had gotcha. a complete identity crisis and a dark night of the soul. <laughs> That's fun. It's a a journey. It's a journey, right? And can we talk about that void piece, Bernadette? I I think you bring up something. I'd like to dig into that a little bit because I think about a lot of people feeling that sense of void. What have you learned about the void or what do you coach your clients on? Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, how do we recognize that there's a void? I know that's a kind of Mm -hmm. a big question, but No, that's a good question. I just recorded a podcast episode on spiritual awakening and I just did a whole hour going like deep into this. And it was actually really interesting because it made me revisit my experiences of it. And I shared something, I'll share it now with you that I haven't shared with anyone before. Uh, And this will probably come out before my episode. So here you go. (laughs) Yeah. Then by the way, Um, you heard she has a podcast. Can you tell them the name of your podcast just so we can? Practical Spirituality with B. Practical spirituality, spirituality with B. Okay. If you want to hear. Okay, go ahead. So the thing with the void is just straight up, it is the way that your soul is speaking to you to wake you. So if you think of it like that, it's not a problem. Is you're not broken. There's nothing to fix. It's uh, anything like that is a message, feelings and messages, full stop, they're not random, every feeling is coming to support us and help us, all feelings are welcome, and a void is a feeling, it's like an emptiness, it's a disconnection, it's a sense of separation, it's a sense sometimes of I don't belong, it's a sense of there's something else, it's not this, and it's very different to the seeking, 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 I've just got to keep seeking because I I just want, like, it's not enough, right? This whole idea of, uh, you know, we wander, the Rumi quote, we wander from room to room looking for the diamond necklace that's already around our neck. The idea that we're constantly seeking for something that we'll never find because we already have it. It's not that. That's a thing. <laughs> but it's not that. It's, <clears throat> it could be, a a really wide array of messages depending on the person from this is not it or something needs to change or I feel disconnected or I feel like I don't belong depending on the individual person but you will feel it in your body your body is your body your your experience of being embodied most people are not embodied most people are in their their head and are lost in their thoughts, but you will feel it. You will feel a void. It will, like if you say to yourself, okay, I don't feel complete. I feel like something's missing. I feel a void. I feel an ache. I feel a yearning. I feel a melancholy. Where do you feel it? You feel it in your body and your soul, what some people call spirit, I just call soul. Your soul speaks to you through your feelings and through your embodied experience. And so once you start to attune to these, which is like your, your zone of genius, when you start to attune to that, um, that's where you're going to get the answers on your path. You're not going to get them by going and like reading a zillion books and going in a zillion courses and asking everyone else what they think. When your soul is in your body and your body is inside your soul, 
That's right. And it's all right here. And for me, the, the void was melancholy. So I would go high, high, high. I'm really enthusiastic, high energy person. But then I found myself as a grown woman crying before work. And my husband is like, what is up with you? So I change jobs and I'll be crying before work again. And so I change jobs and he'd be crying before work again. He's like, what is up with you? And I'm like, why am I so melancholy? And that disappeared when I got on my spiritual path. No more crying before work. (laughs) That was beautiful. That was really powerful, Bernadette. I can so resonate with what you're saying. I love your description of that. And I, I, Really, I'd love to hear that podcast that you did on that. I also was thinking, you know, sometimes the void, when you feel that void in your body, and I love the way you say your body will let you know, you're going to feel it, right? Uh, and sometimes it, you can hear yourself saying things like, you know, they're probably going to think about this way about me, or they're probably going to think that way about me. You know, that's another way that I find that, right? Is we worry, oh, if I do this, then they're going to, they're going to think I'm, you know, I'm a wimp or I'm not trying hard enough or I'm not, you know, I'm not being honest or truthful mm-hmm. or, and, and so I'm recognizing as you're talking, cause I'm hearing some of my clients, I'm realizing, oh my gosh, that's their void. Right. Yeah. Which teeters on depression. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. It's it's interesting, and you it would be interesting to know how many people are depressed who are just not on their path yet. Right. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and depression is like all the different kinds of mental health and emotional health challenges we have are valid all in their own right. And I'm not definitely not saying that being on a spiritual path solves that, but I am saying that if you are not on your spiritual path and you are feeling a sense of not belonging, emptiness, void, not feeling complete, then spiritual disconnection, what I call the great separation, will absolutely manifest as things like anxiety, melancholy. I remember walking along in my high heels supposedly confident successful woman with everything that you're meant to be doing and just being like I think I'm depressed yeah and I can't say that to anybody yeah you know and 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 sometimes your spiritual path is going to get help and and go on medication or do some alternative treatments that is part of it right so um I appreciate that that you know, when we, when we talk about depression, sometimes that depression might be something that you go through and overcome <laughs> to exactly. learn to, to get on your spiritual path. And of course you have this beautiful book that you wrote again, everyone it's called your soul, your soul's journey simplified. And it's at Bernadette Logue. It's L O G U E dot com. We have to take a quick break. We're going to be back with more from Bernadette. So hang in there. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show.
When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to DreamVision7Radio.com. This is DreamVision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. Today I have guest Bernadette Logue joining me today. She is the author of Your Soul Journey Simplified. Her website is BernadetteLogue, L-O-G-U-E.com. She's also a podcast host. If you want to hear her podcast, find all of that there. I know that you've also has, uh, have other offerings there that people can, can grab while they're there. So we were talking about spiritual disconnection, right? And I have a feeling a lot of people can relate to that. It's like, we're on the path, but we're off the path. We're on the path, but we're off the path. You were completely off the path and then completely went on the path, which comes with its fair share of ups and downs, right? Spiritual, I just wrote a book on spiritual laws and energy in action. So, I mean, that is very common that things swing in one direction and then go back in a a new direction. So, in terms of we were, we were talking about the void, how do you recommend or what suggestions do you have for the downs? <laughs> because we're letting people know it's, it's not linear people. Mm-hmm. I think we think well, I'm on the path and I'm just going forward. Oh, and- no. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just be really transparent. Please. I've been on the path since 2010. It's 2023. I had a big magical rainbows and unicorn awakening, skipping through the daisies in 2010. I had a dark night of the soul. I went like further on my path, went deep diving down the rabbit hole, like creating everything, setting everything up, amazing, traveling around the world. I've just had like the darkest night of the soul. Just After recently. you traveled around the world? Just recently. Oh, recently. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like, it's like, you're going to go on the path when you, you are not going to go from asleep to you are an enlightened Zen Buddha guru. (laughs) You are going to awaken in stages and life will never awaken you with more than you can handle. 
So I asked recently, why am I seeing all this now? And the answer was, because it's too much for you to have seen then. So it's a stage-by-stage awakening. So while we can say we've had one spiritual awakening where we wake up to the fact we're spirit (laughs) and that we can manifest and there's something going on in this world that is not 3D, that's amazing. But then there are all these layers of awakening to higher levels of consciousness as your relationship with what I call source, which is God, creative divinity, universe, starts to strengthen into this partnership and more of the truth gets revealed to you from beyond the veil. It starts to show up in your life. You're going to go through more layers of shedding the untruth, everything that is not you, stepping into more of who you truly are. And that's a birthing process, people. That's like death of the old self and birth of a new self. And that is miraculous. And it can also sometimes be painful. But every single thing that you're going through in your life, bar none, is in the context of your soul journey and all of it is to help you, even the stuff that is painful where you think you're off track, something's wrong, you're not getting it, you don't know what to do. There is something powerful that is happening in that portal. For example, if you are in a low, you want to start to ask yourself questions like, what is this asking of me? Mm. I love I'm going to repeat. I'm going to repeat that because it's so beautiful. What is this asking of me? Is that the correct? Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're in that state, so first of all, heads up, you're a magnificent spirit in total unity with all of creation. And you are currently poured into a body and through your avatar self called your personality, you're having a low. And what's happening is from the moment you're born until the moment you transition back to non-physical, you are on a walk home to yourself, your higher self. And the second you embody your higher self, now you are blasting light into the world with your gifts. That might happen on your deathbed or it might happen at 80 or 60 or 40 or 30. And if even when you're asleep, you're still making your contribution and learning your soul lessons. So it's always all happening. But the whole journey is to wake you inside the dream and to evolve you as a spirit through your human experience. So when you're in your low, it is one of the most powerful times. I call it the spiritual squeeze when you're down on your knees. You need to ask <laughs> What is this asking of me? What is this doing for me? What would my soul want me to do or be in this moment? Because it sure as heck isn't somebody who's like, I'm broken and I can't do this. And we're allowed to say that, by the way, because we're human and we're having our feelings. (laughs) So we can cry and we can scream into a pillow and we can be devastated and all the things that we challenged by. And at the same time, heads up, I'm not going to relate to you like you're a broken person because you aren't. And that's really the opportunity in those times. I love the way you describe it as the spiritual squeeze and you go down on your knees. And I think everybody can relate where that moment we're just like, um, uncle, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uncle, you know, that came, I, yeah. I, I have more than I can handle. I, and it's really, it's, it's about surrender. I love your question. What is this asking of me? I feel like I started to hear another question come out of you. Do you have another question you encourage people to ask? Uh, there's, there's so many that I use in those times. Like, um, for example, um, 
A really big one and the biggest one, and it maybe is a little confronting or might be too chunky for some people to take on, but if you are here on a soul journey to make a soul contribution and to learn soul lessons, which P.S. you are, <laughs> mm-hmm. then how is this aiding that purpose? Because you aren't here as a body on a planet hurtling through space on this thing called Earth randomly. You are a soul. You have a soul plan. It's very specific and you have a unique purpose. And inside of that, you have soul lessons and you have a soul contribution to make. So if life was trying to squeeze you to see that, (laughs) to be that, to do that, to squeeze out everything that is not you, have you learned to have you grow into what you're here for, then what up about the situation you're in? Look at what your thoughts are, look at what your feelings are, and look at what your situation is. Because one of the methods in my book is called the footprint method, And it is very specifically called that because your soul lessons and soul contributions leave footprints in your life. They leave footprints in your past, in your psyche, in your emotional state, in your behavior, your habits, your results, your relationships, your yearnings. The whole thing is like a printout of your soul's plan and purpose for being here. And it's right under your nose. Yeah. And if you look in your situations where you're feeling the squeeze, you will start to see that there are actually patterns, but But we have to get past the, I can't cope, I can't do this, why is this happening to me? It's like, ask better questions. Yeah. Ask bigger questions. Ask the questions. And did you find in your own journey and in your clients' journeys that along the way, it's very common that you may there there may be some relationships that come to completion there may be yeah. like you your job your relationship with your job came to completion as you started this and i think sometimes we sort of visualize ourselves with the same players yeah. <laughs> right and we're supposed to meet other souls right we're supposed to right. connect and contribute like you and i just connected just so everybody knows we Bernie that I've been talking was like, how did this even happen? Like in literally like 24 hours, I reached out to Bernadette. It was like, oh, hey. And next thing you know, we're connecting. Next thing you know, I have a cancellation in my schedule. I had somebody who was scheduled to do a podcast today. They cancel. I reach back out to her. Bernadette, by any chance, are you available tomorrow? Yeah, I'm available tomorrow. Great. And it's just been like this. F- that That's when you know right? It's no, it's no effort. It's effortless and seamless for the most part. And what happens is when you have a spiritual awakening, it becomes impossible to ignore dissonance. You cannot Mm. ignore any longer what is not aligned. And so we can sit in the unaligned people, relationships, situations, obligations, responsibilities for a period of time, but it gets more and more and more painful the longer we stay. And here is the challenge. And this was really painful for me. I left my hometown where all my family was, where all my friends were, and went off on this adventure and didn't come back for six, ended up probably being, I think, four and a half years and then away again. And I had to go away from everybody that I loved. But that's not because there was dissonance. That was because I was getting called into life, right? And so sometimes you have to step away from people because you're, you've got to go and do things. You've got to go and be on your path. Other times people fall away because their season, reason, lifetime 
in the relationship soul contract equation. So you've crossed paths with them and you've been buds or besties or an intimate relationship for a reason and a season and that completes. And if you can't see that from a spiritual perspective, it looks like loss and it looks like you don't get me and it looks like I'm on a different path and you're just not on it. That's not, that's not what's happening. It's like, this is complete. Yeah. And now we have to go to yeah. our next level, right? I've absolutely. lost amazing people in my life, people that I adore and just absolutely yeah. love. And yeah. to be honest, like when I had my spiritual awakening, I was, I can't be with you because I don't know who I am now. Yeah. yeah. How am I going to have a conversation with you? I'm having a meltdown. I don't even know who I am. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And I and I think the big and and I'd love to know what your final message is for this podcast today. But what I'm taking from this and to everyone is just stay open. Mm. Stay open, right? Keep keep it open because you really don't know who you're going to meet, you know, what opportunities are coming your way. Keep keep the doors open, keep them all open. And that might be scary for people because they might be feel like I got enough open. I'm overwhelmed. Right. But that's not open. Overwhelmed not is not open. open. No, no, <laughs> that's, that's closed. Open. That means well your done. doors are closed. Okay. If you're feeling overwhelmed and anxious, your doors are closed. They need to be opened, right? Yeah. On a physical level, on, a, on a, an energy level, on a spiritual level. It's something is closed and needs to be open. What are your final words, Bernadette? My final words were just something came up when you were talking about that. And I will share the most important message I got last year from Spirit. And that is you must yield to life and there is to be no control. Because you never had it, you don't have it. And when you try to control, you turn everything to concrete. So will you let go? And when you let go, life's symphony will play. When you you let go. And you will orchestrate it and you will dance with it and all of that jazz. But our need for control, and by the way, wrapped in control is certainty, hanging on, managing the timing, trying to make things happen the way we want. And it's just is the opposite of life's energetic nature. Yeah. Let go of control, baby. Let go. Let go, everyone. Everybody, (laughs) everybody let go. And if you're not driving, just put your hands up in the air and just say, I choose to let go. I choose to let go. Oh, my God. Bernadette, thank you so much for coming on. I had a blast. I'm so glad. I'm grateful that I met you. I'm sure our audience is as well. Uh, Bernadette Logue, L-O-G-U-E.com, her book, Your Soul journey simplified. Go check her out. Thank you for listening to Just Ask Spirit. Remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life 
flow. <laughs>